Welcome to Let Me Know What Is, a pop culture podcast about animation, TV, movies, comics, and more. Welcome to our annual March Madness tournament. This time, our spotlight's going to be villains. I'm Tommy Smithereens. I'm Frank Melman. This is Zach Slater. And I'm Clifton. All right, guys, you guys ready for our big annual tournament in which this time we're showcasing the different villains in comics, movies, TV, basically any type of villain you felt would needed to be on this list that we personally felt we wanted to emphasize. So there's no sway towards the best of the best. It's just our personal picks and highlights as to what we think a true villain is. We've amassed 64 different names in which all of them call a special interest to us. And we hope that you enjoy what we choose to be our greatest villain of all time. Are you guys ready? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know it's gut-wrenching. Every time we do this, there's a lot of hard choices that we have to make. We try and slug past them because it's going to be a long night, gentlemen. It's going to be some crazy matchups. Oh, you have no idea. Oh, and just to remind uh, the listeners, a lot of the people that were submitted are unbeknownst to the majority of it. So this whole bracket is a surprise. I'm the only one that knows Ooh. every single person on the list. Everyone else does not. So they'll be surprised to who steps forward and who they combat against. You guys all set already? Yep. 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 Okay, here we go. First choice in, we have Rayshaw Ghoul versus Destro. <laughs> Rayshaw Ghoul from, from Batman Lore versus G.I. Joe's <laughs> arguably Cobra Commander's right hand man. <laughs> Destro? Mm-hmm. Okay. So first on the list is always hard is who I'm going to uh, call on to, to make the decision. I believe Frank would be a great choice as to who we sh- <laughs> who should be next. Frank. Uh, hmm. For a minute, I thought you said death stroke. That's why I was like, what? That's a oh, weird choice right off the bat. I did that. too. <laughs> <laughs> but death stroke. Cobra Commander. Um, Cobra Commander. Uh, I, I, I obviously have a soft spot for Destro. I think he's, he's a fun villain. But I don't think he really is. Like, we don't ever see him do super villainy stuff. I, I have to go with Raish Al Raish it is. One vote for Raish. Okay, Zach, who do you believe? Um, I co-sign everything Frank said. <laughs> Destro's an awesome visual. Yes, Not enough to be said about that. He's a great Good visual. Point. But right. uh, Roz, I think, is, a, is an actual super villain who has done <laughs> okay. some dastardly things. So Two for Roz. Roz. Clifton? It's a good matchup. Yeah. I do think it's a good matchup. But I feel like I feel like Raish, I feel like Roz could just pay Destro to walk away because Destro is a bit of a mercenary. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> yes, yes, yes. He'd either come work for him or he'd go do something else with the money. But uh, yeah, I, he wasn't he was he was always kind of not that loyal to Cobra. I love okay. him. But yeah, so I guess I got to go Raish as well. OK, my vote would be for Raish. That'd be vote. a cool visual, though. It would Raish be with Destro in the background with Ubu. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Just getting out of his, you mean like just getting out of his checkbook? Well, no, yeah, I mean, I'm thinking like, like, like you know, the group shot. Uh, the League of Assassins is a group shot. No, that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking more like, let me, like, he's there with his, he puts on his reading glasses and he starts to write out a check. For, <laughs> <laughs> that was more the visual I got when you said that'd be cool to see. Yeah, or, but I imagine it would just be like sacks of gold or something. Something along those lines. Yeah, just throwing on them yeah. and be gone. Yeah, I, yeah, I see man. that. Yeah. Okay. That's another so, great villain out out in the first round. Yeah. Yes. The matchups are going to be. Oh, it's just going to be crazy after this, gentlemen. <laughs> Strap in. Ray Shagul has advanced forward. Destro is in the, in the dust. 
All right, gentlemen. Next up, we have the Terminator, James Cameron, the Terminator, against Walter White from Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you feel was the more villainous, Terminator or Walter White? Okay, Zach. I knew you were going to go to me first. <laughs> it's okay. Ooh, uh, Walter White. I mean, uh, there's no denying uh, his whole saga is riveting TV. Um, but I think it, it, so Terminator was one of mine. Uh, <laughs> and it just like he's he's more menacing. Like, I mean, like he's he's scary. He's a force of nature, you know. So I'm going to say Terminator. Okay. One for Terminator. Clifton? Terminator is also on my list, uh, <laughs> where I paired it with Skynet. Ah, yes, to did. me, they are the same. They're okay. just, you know, just extensions of the same organism. Uh, and yeah, it's just uh, feels even more real every year. Every year we're getting closer <laughs> to Skynet, I feel like. So I just have to go with, uh, with Terminator on that one. I mean, Walter White, yeah, great character. But as far as like pop culture villainy goes, Terminator and Skynet, Judgment Day is coming. <laughs> yeah, I feel the same way, especially with the AI stuff we got going on. Yep. I'm casting my vote for Terminator as well because uh, there's no amount of meth in the world is going to save you from uh, the wrath of the Terminator. Just putting that out there. <laughs> and Frank? Go with Walter White. <laughs> going down with the ship, huh? Going well, down with I, the I, ship. I, my thing is, again, the further you get away from the first movie, the more inept that, that the Terminators <laughs> become. Oh, they do. Um, yeah, you know, the idea wrong. that, you know, there's yeah. so many times of, you know, you know uh, uh, John Connor's right there, just crush his head. You know, John Connor's <laughs> right there, just punch through his chest. John Connor's <laughs> right there, pick up a, you know, whatever, and, and, and end him. And that doesn't happen, and I never yeah. understand why. I mean, I understand why from a story standpoint. Um, Walter does some horrible stuff. And, you know, it's one of those things where it's, 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 it's just one of those things where you watch the character devolve. And then there's also the fact that, you know, it's, it's always, you know, in more recent times, the idea that we get to watch a character as our, as our protagonist. And you just, by the end of it, you're like, that guy's a monster. Mm, so yes. I'm going with Walter White. Okay. Even though monster over the robot. No, no worries. Yeah. Even though he lost because yes. a monster over robot is still a robot. So we have Terminator mm -hmm. advancing. Walter White being left behind with this blue meth. Mm. Next up, Bullseye from Marvel Universe. Bullseye, the assassin that can never miss against the reverse Flash. <laughs> Bullseye. <laughs> or the reverse Flash. Clifton, what are your thoughts? It's a good matchup because both have uh, cost their heroes a lot. Yes, yes, they in do. fights. Daredevil mm -hmm. has lost a lot to Bullseye and, and Flash has lost a lot to Reverse Flash. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Reverse Flash on this one. Okay, Just interesting. His, his wow. villainy is a little more far reaching, I think, because he can go through time, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, other realities, depending, like if, if Barry does. And, and yeah, he's, he's definitely got the, the ability to do far more damage. Got it. So that's my pick. Okay. Thank you, Clifton. Me, I go with the reverse flash just because that supernatural way of never avoiding the villain even after death is what the reverse flash does. Even <laughs> right. in yeah. death, he still is mm -hmm. able to menace him while bullseye. Yeah, just 
Just one good kill is all you need for Bullseye, and he's gone forever. Uh, Frank, what are your thoughts? Well, this is easy for me. I, I've loved the reverse flash since I was a kid. Um, I've talked many, <laughs> I've talked many a time about, uh, you know, um, our friend Devon, or maybe it was, I don't know, it was on Twitter, but I thought Devon's was the one I saw, but it was one of those things, what's the scene that lives rent-free in your head? And, and the scene of, of, of the reverse flash, um, spoiler for like a 30-year-old story or 40-year-old story <laughs> at this point, kills Iris by vibrating his hand into her forehead. Ooh, um, okay, yeah, that's just wicked. <laughs> you know? And again, it's just he's as you said, he's a villain that no matter he's you know he just he keeps coming back, even through like Flash Rebirth. Uh, Jeff Johns tied him much more into the origin, um, as well as with Flashpoint. So yeah, Reverse Flash. I like Bullseye. Bullseye's fun, but he's no Reverse Flash. Yeah. And Zach, what are your thoughts? Oh, um, see, they both have something about them that I don't forgive them for. Uh, I don't forgive Reverse Flash for giving us New Fifty Two. No, that's, that's and, Barry's fault. And I don't forgive Bullseye for getting that stupid bullseye scar on his forehead that we <laughs> were living with for far too long. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Reverse Flash, another awesome visual. Uh, one of my favorite supervillain costumes of all time. Um, and your vote? I'm going to say Flash, Reverse Flash. Got Even it. though Bullseye was one of mine, I love Bullseye. But yeah, yeah Reverse Flash, like, like Clifton said, he's. A little more far-reaching, I think. Mm. Okay. Well, the uh, psychopaths, well, both are psychopaths, but unfortunately... (laughs) It's a horse race there. Yeah. Bullseye wasn't just crazy enough. That's what what happened. Next up, Lex Luthor, the uh, incredible foe of Superman, versus Azula from The Last (laughs) Airbender. Lex Luthor or Azula. Uh. Now... The first choice goes to me, in which I think, who did it worse? Um, as crazy as Zula is, there's not enough stories. Like, don't get me wrong, hell of a story that we get concerning her. Right. She's a magnificent villain. But if I had to lose Lex as a result of it, eh, she's not that bad. So, Alavanza, <laughs> <laughs> right. Lex. Uh, Frank, what do you think? Yeah, I think that's the problem here, that what we have is so great, but it also is only what we have for Azula. Mm-hmm. Um, I you know she's a terrific villain. I love her. What what we've got, mm. um, but you know it's Lex. I mean Lex when it's he's Lex. done right is so so good. Mm. And there's been so many good Lex stories over the years. Yeah, I have to give it to Lex. Okay, Zach. I think these are both mine too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Azula from. Avatar: The Last Airbender. Just again, I'm not sure if we saw it. So uh, if we said that, so just just letting out there for any of the listeners that don't know who Azula is. But yeah, uh, if there's a, just spoiler for my choices, moving on. If there's anybody that's going to cause me to vote against Lex, I'm not sure who it is. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a Lex tough is one. pretty great. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. So Lex. Lex, it is. Mm-hmm. And Clifton. All right, I will give the the Pyrrhic vote to Azura because <laughs> I love the crazy evil. I love the crazy evil. Like she's only for she's only for her own power, really. Like her brother she'll betray. Yeah. Her friends aren't safe. <laughs> no. If they go against her, like she is cutthroat to get what she wants. Oh, and indeed. and I and I do like that. So I will I will vote for her for the Pyrrhic vote. <laughs> 
I think a lot. Yeah. I think a lot of his part of it's the writing for that character, and the other thing is the performance. I think uh, what's her name, Gray. Yeah, Gray Delisle. Just, I mean, just that simmering, you know, madness underneath that power, <laughs> that hungry mm-hmm. for power bit is so great the way she plays it. But yeah, yeah, I like. I, I, it's a tough vote, but I still think like you said they're very similar, actually, too. Really, <laughs> yeah, yeah. very yeah. similar. Yeah, megalomaniacs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So we have Lex moving forward, Azula getting left behind. Next up, we have Montgomery Burns from The Simpsons. <laughs> Monty Burns from The Simpsons against Ganon, otherwise known as Ganondorf from the Zelda oh. fame. Yeah. <laughs> so that. Uh, so the cartoon versus the video game. Okay. Frank, what are your thoughts? Um, I honestly don't remember enough about Ganon. That's how long it's been since I've played a <laughs> Zelda game. Mm-hmm. You know, it's one of the things where I like, I know obviously that's the villain. Um, I, but it's Monty Burns. There's so <laughs> many, you know, I have Charles Monty Montgomery Burns, you know, all, you know, all the, all the, 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 the lines and all the, you know, the old jokes and, you know, all of it. You know, it's hard to vote against that guy. And your decision is? Monty, I'm going to go with Mr. Burns. Got it. All right, Zach, what are your thoughts? Mr. Burns once wanted to make a coat of uh, puppies. Coat from puppies. <laughs> yes. With a song coat. number. Yes. Which is mm-hmm. a awesome episode. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah, but he's always been funny to me. Uh, plus, I think if I don't say Ganon, I don't think Clifton will forgive me. <laughs> so I'm going to yeah, say yeah. Ganon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Clifton. Well, I put Ganon on the list. So. Yes, he did. <laughs> or Ganondorf, yes, did. depending or Ganondorf. On, on the game. I love Ganondorf Golf. That one's really my favorite. <laughs> oh, wow, wow. Classic VHS series. It's yeah. awesome. Yes. Tim Conway's uh, the best. <laughs> I know. I, I mean, I'm, I've, I've enjoyed fighting Ganon in every game, <laughs> almost. I think, mm-hmm. I think there's some he didn't wasn't quite in, but uh, yeah. I mean, I, I just I like the visual, both visuals of like the human Ganon and like the big warthog-ish monster Ganon. So that's you know, that's my vote. I just he's a he's an epic video game villain who's who's lasted all this long in the games. I think it's great. Yes, and. My vote goes to Ganondorf as well. So, <laughs> with that being said, Montgomery Burns, not evil yeah. enough. <laughs> great character, uh, though. Extremely great character, but uh, <laughs> Ganon slash Ganondorf, eternal evil. He just keeps coming back. It's, it's no beating him. With that being said, Ganondorf has advanced over Montgomery Burns. Next up, we have Demona. Mm. From Gargoyles fame, Disney's Gargoyles. We have Demona against Blowfield from 007 <laughs> We have the incomparable Blowfield versus Demona. And this next choice falls to Zach. Ooh, okay. Uh, thank you for whoever put Demona on because <laughs> I forgot about her. Yeah. Okay. And she's terrific and relishes in villainy. Yes. <laughs> so yes, I'm going to say her. Okay. One vote for Demona. Clifton, what are your thoughts? So this is a tough one. All like, again, all these matchups are good, though, I think. Because it's yeah. like, yeah, I can see them. Like, <laughs> I can see similarities <laughs> between these. <laughs> they like to work behind the scenes. They like to, to connive against their, their opponents. Mm-hmm. 
but yeah, I just Simone is great. I love like all the layers to her character. Oh, she's a rich. Did you find out through like uh, some of it you sympathize with until you don't when you're like, oh no, like that's just bad. Like she's gone way too far. <laughs> so I mean, and and then Marina Sirtis's performance is of course always mm-hmm. always great yeah. in that one. And who do you pick? So I'm going with uh, Demona instead okay, of over wow. Blowfield. Wow, was this one yours, Tommy? Uh, Demona was mine. Blowfield okay. was yours. That yes. I added to it. Yeah, of yes. course. Um, <laughs> I added, I added, I added that to mine just because mine had a lot of repeats. But Blowfield's such a rich character. Just, it's just yeah. in, in the Bond series, uh, it's just he felt more adversarial than anyone else that he ever faced. But if I have to choose, Demona. I mean, ugh, just y- hundreds of years of being a a, <laughs> a, a, a a wicked, wicked person. So my vote goes to Demona. And Frank, what's your decision? Uh, you know, Blofeld's, as you said, probably feels the most, um, I don't know, is consistent the right word? <laughs> it felt, I mean, yeah, know. yeah, yeah. You know, kind of consistent villain or threat. I mean, Demona is, 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 you know, a wonderful character and the performance is always great when you listen to it. But I think the main thing I like about Demona is it's sometimes it's not, it, yes, she relishes, relishes in being a villain, but it's also a thing of, it comes from a place of genuine like pain. Right. You know, that's the thing is like, she's a sympathy. Like I find a lot of sympathy in the character, even though she is incredibly good at being bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I would have to go with the Mona. Okay. Fair sweep. The Mona advances forward. Blowfield does notes. <laughs> Next up, gentlemen, Al Swearingen from dead, <laughs> dead, Deadwood. <laughs> HBO's Deadwood's Al Swearingen against Darkseid from the DC Universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. He is like the dark side of Deadwood, if you think oh, about he, it. Oh, he, he indeed he is. But wow, that, that's a power. <laughs> that was a serious problem. He'd be an interesting voice for Deadwood, I think, actually. That's kind of cool. Side? Yeah. Oh, I see yeah, him yeah. as Darkseid. Yeah, as dark side, yeah, yeah. I say Deadwood. Yeah, yeah. yeah he did. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dark side. Okay. Yeah, no, he'd be a good voice. All right, Clifton, who do you feel uh, is the bird of the two? Because I put him on the list, I'm going to put Al Swearingen. Nice. <laughs> you did? Just because nice. I, yeah, I, did. I actually put him on the list, too. I don't know if anyone else did. Oh, I did. On my list. Okay. Did. I thought there was a chance of that. I yes. thought there'd be a chance no, of that. I definitely did. But no, I mean, you like, you have to hate him, but you have to be yeah. fascinated by him at the same yeah. time. Right, yeah. But you have to hate them, and then mm. and then ah, oh, but still love watching them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, I do it's too. a really good character. Okay, and watch out for those pigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my choice is next. Um, I, I'm stuck between the two because I mean it's dark side, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but this is the role. That I like the the actor that played uh, Swearingen, um, Ian McShane. Ian McShane, I love Ian mm-hmm. McShane, and this is my first introduction to him. After that, everything he has done, I've followed, and even if it's dumb like racing cars in the future or in the prison, <laughs> I still watch that mess because was Ian McShane was in. <sighs> but if I'm honest about about <laughs> the character, I don't see a world without him, so I'll have to pick Dark Side. Because Darkseid mm. is forever. Darkseid is. 
Darkseid simply is. Frank. <laughs> yes. What is your choice? Um You you know that I love Elsewhere Engine. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> I really love Elsewhere Engine. He's one of my favorite characters, like on television ever. Um and Darkseid is is in a you know, is a, is an amazing villain. I just feel like for me personally, there's so much of Darkseid that is um a lot more tell than show. I agree. Where a lot of a lot of what we're you know why Darkseid is feared is because of you know a handful of Justice League Unlimited episodes and Superman Adventures episodes, and the rest is coasting on stuff like he's terrible, he's Darkseid. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. it's our good episodes though. No, yeah, they're fantastic episodes. episodes. Where I've seen Al Swearingen, you know, welcome to F and Deadwood, um, can't be combative. It's really hard to beat that. Um, yeah. I'm going to go with Al Swearingen. Wow. <laughs> wow. And sorry. Zach? Sorry, Jack Kirby. Uh, yeah. And Zach? I'm surprised at myself. I'm going to say Al, too. Whoa. Wow. Yeah, just, Whoa. just because I agree with you, Frank, but it's also a little bit like I think Darkseid is like really overused now. Sure. Well, that's, I think that's, people pull him out too, like way too fast and too right. early. No, I agree. I think it's, but it's also one of the things of, you know, uh, I'm, one of my earliest introductions we talked about briefly, we'll talk about now is just the, the, the great darkness saga. And that's a fantastic story, Yeah. but it's also like, you know, things happen in that story yeah. and he had, the character hadn't been around forever. So it mm-hmm. was, it was great. And then after that, you know, there's legends and then pretty much, you know, step on the gas and he's, he's, you know, in everything all the time. And I just think, like you said, um, it loses a little bit of luster when there's not, you know, that villain has to do stuff. The earth yeah. has to move when that happens. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it always doesn't. He's a great bad guy. I love him. Like you said, the cartoon stuff, he's awesome in. And, mm-hmm. you know, Rock of Ages is another good one that yeah. doesn't get talked about a lot. True, but, true. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, DC has other heavy hitters that I think, he, <laughs> right. like, right. You know, right. a bunch of them yeah. on this list that don't get the notoriety because everybody goes to him. Immediately. Yeah, they do. You know? He is. Yeah. yeah. Well, for us, Darkseid is not the quintessential villain. <laughs> so he uh, sadly steps down. With this equation, and Al Swearingen <laughs> steps up. Big shout out to Deadwood. Please check it out when yes. you can. Al oh, Swearingen yeah. is a great character. So good. <laughs> next up, <laughs> next up, we have the Green Goblin from Spider-Man lore. Uh, Norman Osborn, to be specific. Green Goblin against Dr. Robotnik, otherwise known as Eggman. <laughs> the, the quintessential villain in Sonic. Now, uh, I, my son loves Sonic and he loves Spider-Man. So Ooh. I would, ar- <laughs> so at first I was going to choose Eggman just because, because I right. know he likes him, but he also likes Spider-Man, but I don't think he's a big Goblin fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just picked Green Goblin just because, um, Eggman is two dimensional. I mean, yeah, he, he turns cute pets into robots, which is sinister in itself, but Green Goblin killed, uh, Gwen Stacy, uh, he can't he can't live for that. I mean, um, he's that's just dastardly. <laughs> that's just that's just wicked. Um, mm. So my vote goes to the Green Goblin. Frank, what's your choice? Ooh. Um, yeah, uh, Norman. <laughs> okay. Norman, it's, I mean, it's easy for me. I you know Norman is is one of those villains again that like Luthor when he's written you know written well you know when he's on he's on. Um, it's hard to beat Death of Gwen Stacy. Um, 
he's fantastic in Spectacular Spider-Man, the animated series. Yes, he is. Um, again, the, we, we talked about it a little bit, I think, before in another episode, just how good and menacing uh, Willem Dafoe is without any 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 work any i mean just him as norman <laughs> right. yeah, is, fan, worst, yeah. is again fantastic in in both the, the original amazing uh, spider-man as well as in um no way home yes you know yep. I, I you know I, I i have to go with norman i love norman osborne as a, as a villain when he's done right he's okay. so good it is zach what are your thoughts green goblin as quick as that reaction is clifton your thoughts who doesn't love Sonic games? Sonic's <laughs> great. Uh, yeah. Eggman, I remember beating a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But as far as like quintessential comic book villains, like one that can get under the hero's skins, like personally and yes. in like in their personal life and their alias, everything it's, it's green goblin. Mm-hmm. Like his yeah. just sinister relationship versus Spider-Man is, is classic comic book stuff. So I got to go green goblin. And the queen sweep goes for the sinister Norman Osborn over the Eggman. <laughs> Next up, we have Biff Tannen <laughs> from Baxter Future Lore. Mm. He is the quintessential villain, no right. matter what century his his ancestors come from. <laughs> yeah. Quarterback, he's That's the worst. He's it's just in his DNA. Just to put that out there. Yep. Now he's going up against the Shredder. From Teenage Mutant oh, Ninja Turtles. Wow. <laughs> wow. Roku Saki wow. versus Biff Tannen. Uh, Frank, would you mind starting us off? Uh, sure. Um, I know Biff Tannen was on my list. Yes, he was. Um, I understand the importance of the Shredder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do. Um, you know, and I, I enjoy the Turtles, but. I don't enjoy them as much as I do Back to the Future stuff. <laughs> Didn't think you would. No. Um, so, no, I, I mean, I, I love Biff Tannen. I love uh, Thomas F. Wilson's performance. Uh, he was great. <laughs> you know, even though for a while he didn't want to be associated with the role. He's fantastic as Biff Tannen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, yeah, Biff. I got to go with Biff. And Zach, who are you going with? Wow. Bravo. Putting Biff on the list. Another one, another one I forgot about. God, that's great. Yeah, thank you. Um, Shredder's one of mine. Yeah, Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I'm gonna say Biff. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna say Biff. You don't know why? Yeah, you don't know why. I definitely want to know why. He um, that performance, like, like uh, somehow I'm simultaneously like tickled by it. Mm-hmm. And like hate that guy. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not easy to do. Yeah, That's yeah. not yeah, easy to pull, not. pull off. It's really not. Yeah, yeah. So and Clifton can't believe Zach went against the turtles. I can't either. Shredder, I but a property yeah. character. Yeah. yeah, I am gonna go with Shredder on this one, just wow. for the the classic '80s visual of a guy covered in knives. That, yeah. <laughs> that somehow <laughs> was translated to animation, movies, and video games. Like they got yeah. a lot of mileage out of Shredder. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they I did. always yes, loved the look. I always loved the. It was just a fun character in every version. Yeah. So I'm no, going that's, with that's facts. Okay. Well, the deciding what <laughs> comes to me, and unfortunately, I'm sorry, Zach, but 
dude was almost a rapist. <laughs> yeah. All fun and games. He's a Shredder. villain. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, is he? Oh my yes. gosh. Shredder. Yeah. He, you know, lived the fight another day in the eighties. You know, uh, I'll get you turtles. I'll make turtle soup out of you. You know, I, I, I kind of understand that. You know, he's villainous, but he was menacing. He just wasn't evil. Biff, <laughs> Biff was evil. Biff needed to go do prison time. Let's just be honest. <laughs> yeah. They tried to run him over. Yeah. They tried to ram him into yes, a truck. At, at, attempted murder, attempted yeah. rape. I mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's cute. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's cute. But yeah, I, I, I would give jail time to Biff. Let's just be honest. <laughs> I, I love Shredder, but Turtles has other foes other than Shredder because in the books, he died after the first confrontation. It was just uh, uh, forethought that made him last longer. So uh, my vote is with Biff Tannen. Mm. I don't like him either. Oh my God. (laughs) I hate Biff. I hate Biff Biff with a passion. But but I acknowledge Shredder. I love you, Shredder. (laughs) Next up, we have Goldfinger from 007 Lore. Goldfinger. Specific, another specific villain that even uh, Mike Myers had to redo in his own way. (laughs) <laughs> against Skynet, the villainous mm, okay. <laughs> yeah, AI from the Terminator movies or Terminator series at this point because Skynet is what uh, sends all the Terminators out there. So who do you have, Skynet or Goldfinger? Zach, who are you picking? Hmm. Now for this one, I'm going to say Goldfinger. Okay. Because I think he's actually the best Bond villain. There's been a lot of really good ones I like, but I think there's something iconic about him. And and really quick, I mean, it's a it's it's a small little scene in the movie, but one of my favorite things is is Bond is like undercover and he's playing golf with him, trying to get like into you know into into his his circle, mm-hmm. and he throws like a gold bar on the ground as Goldfinger is taking like his putt, <laughs> and the golf ball, the shot is the golf ball going towards the the gold bar and i'm like that's brilliant like that's so awesome like it's so good um <laughs> it's a little thing for me i i love goldfinger love goldfinger one for goldfinger now clifton who do you pick i'm with terminator before yes you did so this time though i am also gonna go with goldfinger for one being classic james bond villain and more importantly having an awesome theme song Yes, that's an amazing theme song, I have to admit. So my picks for, for Goldfinger. Okay. I also go with Goldfinger just because Skynet is, is there's no face to it. It's just mm. he just just sending <laughs> robots out to kill people. I mean, I wish Skynet would talk, at least give me some kind of imagery to just say it's evil. It's just it's it's too ambiguous, you know? It's like fighting chat mm. GPT. Yes. And right now I love chat GPT. I wouldn't it's not it's not evil. <laughs> ChatGPT will never betray you. Tom. It'll never betray me. It it, it it has my heart. So yeah. <laughs> with that being said, Frank, what's your choice? I would go with Skynet because I, for one, welcome our robot overlords. <laughs> um, okay, when they're okay. sifting through the internet, make sure that you knew that Frank Melman said, "I'm you're a okay with me, Skynet." Ooh, I, ooh. I look forward to whatever you do on the planet. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with that going forward, we have Goldfinger ascending with his gold majesty. I have to agree with uh, Zach, though. Yeah, uh, the guy that wants a lot of gold is not out of the ordinary. It just it just seems more realistic that he mm. would want a, an obsessive amount of gold, especially in this day and age. 
but Frank is now safe from Judgment Day. Right. So. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. They're not coming for you. In fact, they might recruit no. you. In fact, they the might. might look like Frank when they come in. Yeah. Okay. Clifton, you're going to be the next choice for this round, if you okay. don't mind. You ready? Yes. Great. We have Pennywise the Clown from <laughs> It. The it's scariest. Yes, the scariest clown from It against Bill Cipher from um, Disney's Gravity Falls, the quintessential villain at the end, Bill Cipher. Who are you picking, Bill Cipher or Pennywise the Clown? This is really hard because they were it both is. on my list. Yeah. Don't you hate when that happens? Yeah. <laughs> and they're both like chaos gods. Yes. Yes. Because <laughs> I mean, Gravity Falls, Bill Cipher is, is represented as basically like a living version of the eye on the top of the pyramid on the back of a dollar bill. Mm-hmm. Like that's what he looks like. Um, so he's, he's like supposed to have been behind it all the whole time. Uh, but. I got to go with Pennywise because Pennywise has terrified me every time. <laughs> I agree. In, in 1990 when, when he was haunting, you know, like those kids and, and then later like in the, in the original TV miniseries version with John Ritter and, mm-hmm. and Harry Stone and all the rest mm-hmm. of them. <laughs> Harry Anderson, Harry Stone was the night court character. <laughs> yeah. But Harry Anderson and all them and it like terrified me then when it was Tim Curry it terrify like like bill scarsgard is great in in the more recent adaptations and he's just a monster that preys on kids by manifesting their biggest fears Mm -hmm. you can't beat that that's that's a terrible villain i love it yeah uh so going with pennywise yeah no my choice is next and i agree pennywise without a doubt cypher is crazy but Cypher's mm-hmm. a cartoon. The fact that they made him live action <laughs> <laughs> just adds to nightmare fuel. So I, I concur. Pennywise for me. Frank? Uh, I have not finished Gravity Falls, but now that I know the ending. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm so no, sorry. It's quite all right. I'm so, no, it's fine. Um, I have to go with Pennywise. Um, I agree that like, you know, every version of Pennywise has got a thing that's like, ugh. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's at least one or two things you're like, good Lord. No, thank you. No, thank my, you. And again, the other thing that sells it for me is there's a, uh, there's a, a meme or a photo of, uh, might've been like entertainment weekly had photos of, um, Bill Hader as the adult character he played mm-hmm. seeing Pennywise for the first time. Like he came around a corner and like suddenly caught vid- and Bill Hader's genuine reaction is like, Oh my God, <laughs> so scary. <laughs> so I have to give it to Pennywise. Pennywise, uh, gets another vote. And Zach, man, I um, so I don't have a ton of attachment to either just yet because uh, I love Gravity Falls, but I've not finished it yet. Okay, um, I love Gravity Falls though so far, but that said, I'm gonna say Pennywise because when I was a kid, I couldn't even look at the box for it <laughs> at Blockbuster yeah. Video because yeah. it creeped me out, and so I think I think if I get scared from like an image. Mm-hmm. That's that's probably pretty good, and he should move on. <laughs> yes, and unfortunately, that scary clown has moved on. He's moved on to the next round. Well, right. Bill Cipher, not enough votes. Okay, next up is my decision, but I'll have to ask that Clifton elaborate on a particular person because I'm not quite sure. So it's it probably gonna sway my vote, but all I ask is Clifton try to make it as menacing as possible to make me understand why he put. Reverend Harry Powell from the Night 
of the Hunter on his list. Ooh. And unfortunately, <laughs> he's going up against Cobra Commander, which I know intensely. <laughs> so, so if you can give me a brief synopsis, maybe it'll sway my mind, but you probably already know where my vote is going, Cliff. Yeah, so Reverend Harry Powell was played by Robert Mitchum in, in Night of the Hunter, uh, 1955, I believe. And uh, he's just, he's a psychotic preacher that shows up Ooh. in this life of this, this family because he was in prison with the father. And okay. he's, he shows up out of prison looking for uh, something that this family has. Okay. That he learned of, and it's it's a mother and two children, and he basically just like invades their lives, sort of, by befriending the 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 mother, and he's really after these kids, and then it's uh, they're not safe, <laughs> they're absolutely not safe. <laughs> okay. And he okay. hunts them down when they when they go on the run to get what he wants, and that's all I'll say about that one. But he's got like the the love hate tattoos. Mm. on his knuckles ah, and gives the speech that uh, Radio Rahim gives in Do the Right Thing because okay. that was a tribute to Night of the Hunter. Um, oh, wow. Classic, okay. classic visual. And and Robert Mitchum is terrifying in it. And, and really, it's just like his unrelenting pursuit of these ch- like these poor innocent children that that put him over the top villain for me. It's a great movie. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, no, thanks for the synopsis. I had no clue. I, I, I should have looked it up. But I was like, huh, I, I, I'm sure that Clifton will give me a better example of to what to expect. But unfortunately, I got to go with Cobra Commander. Still Cobra until Commander. I it, All right. Until I see that movie. So I'm picking Cobra Commander. Frank, what's your pick? Uh, same thing here. I've never seen Night of the Hunter. It sounds great. It's good. I yeah, recommend it. Good. It does. Sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got to give it to, to Cobra Commander. Yeah. <laughs> Zach, your thoughts? This one is like uh, hard for overpowering nostalgia here. Okay. Night of the Hunter is a remarkable movie. It is awesome. And he is a, can I curse? He is a <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you know? Okay. Uh-huh. okay. But okay. like, like Cobra Commander weirdly is like the reason I liked G.I. Joe. Cause I liked the <laughs> yeah. visual yeah. so much yeah, and I liked the character. Yeah. Um. And I dressed up like him for Halloween when I was like nine. And I couldn't <laughs> oh, wow. see anything. I was walking in the bushes all day and fences. <laughs> was uh, it the hood or the silver face mask? Right. Yeah. Which, which one? Was it? No, no, the silver face mask. So I had like, okay. I had like, uh, I had like, it was, it was like the the wedding veil material, like in my face the whole night, like walking at night. So you do the math. Right. That's Everybody thought I was a beekeeper. <laughs> I can't um, see what right. <laughs> So what's but, your vote? Uh, what's your yeah, vote? What's your vote? Cobra Commander. I love Cobra, Cobra Commander. Commander. And Clifton? Uh I'll go with the, the again the Pyrrhic vote for, for the Reverend Harry Powell and his gotcha. love and hate. But uh yeah. I'd like to see Cobra Commander do the monologue from Night of the Hunter, though. <laughs> that would be amazing. Be good. That would be amazing. That would be awesome. Okay. So Cobra Commander moves forward. All hail Cobra. Next up, we have Hans Gruber or Anton Sugar. Now, Hans Ooh. Gruber, for those who don't know, is from Die Hard. Um Played by, uh, fellas, give me a hint. Uh, I can't think of his name to save my Alan life. Rickman. Alan Rickman. Alan, the, yeah, the late Alan Rickman did a remarkable job on that role. 
against Anton Chigurh, which, oh, just saying his name creeps me out. From No Country for yeah. Old Men. He was the menacing thing. Oh, my goodness. Oof. Javier Bardem, right? Yeah. Yes, yep. Javier Bardem. Yeah. Yes. Which is crazy is because he looks amazing. He looks like refined, good looking. And that thing, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't give him a dollar to save his life. If he <laughs> That's a whole other thing. Frank, what is, what is your uh, vote towards that? Um, <laughs> I like how they're both movie people. Yeah, that's, mm. it's a good matchup. Shigur is, 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 a, is a classic villain. Um, but I can only say that I've only seen No Country for Old Men just the once. And it might be because he is so creepy. Oh, right. yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I like his whole bit. You know, he's, he doesn't, you know, his whole um, weapon of choice is nice. I mm. mean, the performance is great. Um, you know, he's relentless, but I, yeah. Hans Gruber, Hans, Bubby, I'm your white knight. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, you know, I love Rickman. I mean, that performance is, 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 you know, I don't I put it this way. It's one of the things where I, I, I can't wait to show my kid die hard. I don't know <laughs> if I'm going to be like quick to show them no <laughs> country for old men, Yeah, yeah, yeah you know? Yeah. So I would have to give it to Hans Gruber. Zach, who are you giving it to? Mm. I'm surprising myself again. I'm going with Anton. Ah, because I love both movies a lot. Mm -hmm. And I will freely admit that Die Hard is is infinitely more rewatchable than No Country (laughs) for Old Men. (laughs) Yes. Which I think is pretty rewatchable also Mm -hmm. because it's, but I mean, as much as I like Hans, so, so this is why I'm going with Anton. As much as I like Hans, he, he, he's not scary. And Anton's scary. <laughs> okay. Yes, you know, it's very, he's yes. very much like the Terminator in a way. Yeah, very, like, so, you know, yeah. very similar, I think. So, okay. Anton. Ugh. Yes. <laughs> Clifton, what's your thoughts on Hans Gruber or Anton Chigurh? Mm. Mm-hmm. I have to say, anyone that carries around a cattle punch. Yes. <laughs> is a yes. villain. Yes. Really like a monster more than a villain. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Yeah. So I think I got to go Anton Chigurh. That movie is haunting. Mm -hmm. Yes. He is haunting as a character. So I think that is my pick. Okay. And their fates are so different too. (laughs) Yeah. I I say without like (laughs) trying to spoil much, but they're so different. Yeah. No, I have to also agree. Anton Chigurh. I I love, I could watch Die Hard infinitely. And I chuckle at some of the things Hans says. Like he's Hans is charming. You know, you, you <laughs> I wouldn't know he wanted to shoot me, but I go out to yeah. dinner with him just because he's bored, just because of what he says. Mm, uh, Anton, there's no <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shoot the gloss. You know, this yeah. is just how he says it. Yeah. But Anton flipping that coin, I mean, he, yeah. he channels so many villains and, and doesn't carry a gun. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With that being said. Uh, no country for old men moves forward. Mm. Die hard does not. That's crazy to me, though. We're talking villain. We're talking villains now, gentlemen. Yeah. Not the movie villains. Now, with that being said, Zach, mm. can you make a decision of Khan Noonien Singh <laughs> from uh, Khan. Star Trek Khan or? Professor Pericles from Mystery Inc. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, from Scooby-Doo. Ooh. Professor Pericles, that nutty bird. 
who or if I'm spoiling anything is a lot more than a nutty bird. Yeah, <laughs> With oh, that man. being no, said, that it, he is a layered character and extremely and, and an excellent performance. Fortunately, I'm blanking on the guy's name. Udo Kier. Yeah. Oh my God, he's so good. <laughs> yes, he is. He's so yes, good he is. in the role. Um, who's the other Khan? Khan. Khan. Like say Khan? Say, yeah, Khan. Yeah, you gotta say it with that yeah, emphasis. Khan. That's right. Khan. Yeah. <laughs> and then he yes, keeps it yelling is. it. He keeps yelling it. This is hard because Scooby Doo Mystery Incorporated is so near and dear to my heart. But I, I was, I was like inconsolable as a kid at the end of Star Trek. Mm, Star Trek yes. Two: Wrath of Khan. Um, so what's your decision? <laughs> <laughs> Con. Okay. <laughs> Clifton, what are your thoughts? Professor Bericles is mine. Yes, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Because I am a Scooby Doo fanatic. And Mystery <laughs> Incorporated is great. And I love it. Is. Just to not spoil too much about it, but basically, Professor Bericles is like the animal member of a mystery team himself, <laughs> uh, a bird who. Mm-hmm doesn't go good so he's like he's like the antithesis of all the other mystery teams from the 70s 80s cartoons uh so like it's like if scooby or jabberjaw was evil more or less uh it was just a fantastic character but uh just as far as villainy staying power what what happens con i gotta go with con (laughs) Okay, okay From classic Trek to the movies, uh, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. he's such a, a menace. Yes. I miss Ricardo Montalban playing the role. Um, <laughs> with that being said, I love Professor Pericles because it's just something I didn't expect in those nice turn of events concerning if you've watched the series. It's a great series. But uh, Khan is just iconic. Uh, he does so much to that role. My vote goes to Khan. And Frank. I just watched Wrath of Khan. It's all over <laughs> HBO right now. Like I literally watched it maybe three or four days ago. And it was one of those of like, oh, I got to go do stuff. I can't watch the rest of this. <laughs> I love Khan. Um, Khan is, is that whole, the whole, it just, it's so well done for like, again, it's one of those early things of you have a thing and then, you know, decades later you get a thing that, <laughs> ties back into that thing which mm-hmm. is pretty rare i mean we have it now more so with with all the reboots and all the all the you know um revisiting of things yeah legacy sequels and stuff yeah but this is like one of the first ones i can remember like you know you had the 60s show and then you know they do a uh, was it space seed is that the one that this, this is yeah, space seed is the, mm-hmm. is the episode that introduces yeah it's him. It, it introduces him and he's great in that and then you know eh, you forget about him with all the other stuff that goes on in star trek and the comics and the novels and you know, a V'ger. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, yes, yes. They, they come back with this kick-ass story in the second one of like, oh yeah, I remember Khan, how they just sort of like put him on a planet with all the super superhuman people. Guess what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Didn't go so well. <laughs> and then Khan's pissed. Um, so, yeah, I, I have to give it to Khan. I love Khan. Khan's great. <laughs> I like, don't get me wrong, I thought, I thought Mystery Incorporated is a, is a fantastic uh, Scooby-Doo telling, and I love how, like, how much it, it, it delves in the idea of um, you know, talking animals and how they're not all, <laughs> they're not all benevolent. Right. I think that's great. Yes. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I have to give it to Khan. Okay. And Khan moves forward unanimously. We got to do a spotlight on Mr. Incorporated. Sometime. We should. <laughs> we should. Yeah. We should. We watch before HBO Max takes it off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, gentlemen. Next up, Clifton, I'm going to ask you. Okay. 
would you prefer to see Loki of Marvel fame? I'm assuming not the well. That's I, that's that's our choice is Loki. I'm going to assume that this is Marvel's Loki as opposed to <laughs> probably the, uh, the um, Norse god specific, <laughs> just the, the mythological figure at large. Right. Yes, right. yes, because that's the one we I think are uh, that we reference the most, and that's right. particularly what we think of when we say Loki. And he's going up against. Michael Myers from Halloween fame. (laughs) (laughs) The indestructible killer that just won't lay himself to rest. Who are you picking? Mm. I love the Halloween films. Yes. Uh, I love the character. He was actually in mine on the list. Uh, Was Michael Myers. Because he's unstoppable. Yes. He's still going strong after... 40, 50 years or whatever it is now, almost, mm-hmm. almost 50, I guess. I think and 50. original Halloween's one of my favorite horror films of all time. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is great, but I probably have to go Loki. I just find him more interesting as a character <laughs> just over the years in the comics. And then even more recently, you know what Tom Hiddleston's done with the performances and what they've done in MCU. He's just, there's a lot more mileage out of that character than I thought. It's what I've yeah, learned in recent years. So I'm going to go with Loki over Mike Myers. Yeah, both of them being gods, I have to go with Loki. He just has more <laughs> charisma. <laughs> yeah. Frank, what's your choice? Um, Yeah, I like Mike Myers. Oh, I wow. do. But I'm not going with him. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I just okay, think, again, okay. it's one of those, I'm just thinking of the, of the matchup, you know, the, the fact that, um, Loki is unstoppable too. Like right. there's so many, you know, rebirths and everything and, and coming you back. You always and, think he's dead and he right. comes back. Just back like Michael Myers. Yeah. So, <laughs> but I, I, you know, Hiddleston's great. Um, you know, I like the Loki. I always like Loki from the comics. I still, you know, I still, uh, uh, promote that Esad Ribic Loki story, the painted one that he did. Beautiful piece of work. Gives yeah. you a nice, a really nice handle on Loki that I'd never really thought of before. So, Highly recommend if you like Loki at all. But yeah, I'm going to go with Loki. Okay. And Zach, who are you going with? I'm going to go ahead and make it a sweep and say Loki too. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of it is Tom Hiddleston to Mm -hmm. thank for that too. I think, you know, I was when I was in my Marvel trading card days, I was always kind of bored with (laughs) Loki and stuff like that. I didn't appreciate it till till, uh, a lot later, but you know, sometimes there's nothing like a good trickster, bad guy. Mm -hmm. Feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great pick. Loki most, uh, I said Loki. Loki moves (laughs) forward. Yeah. Next up, gentlemen, I think this will be pretty fast based upon the matchup, but you decide. I'll I'll, I'll set it up first. I'll, I'll make the first choice. And it's going to be Joker, incomparable, quintessential villain from DC Universe, in which DC can't get enough of against Dr. Wiley from Mega Man fame. (laughs) (laughs) Dr. Wiley versus the Joker. And as much as I think Dr. Wiley was funny because he was on my list, I have to go with the Joker. I just thought it was hilarious that Dr. Wiley was on my list. (laughs) Frank? Joker. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Zach? Yeah, I think, I mean... (laughs) The difference here, I mean, used just as much, if not more, as Darkseid, but I think that there's a little more juice with Joker, not just mm-hmm. as far as, like, we've seen him do really bad things, uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, he's killed beloved characters. Um, 
<laughs> you know, uh, Heath Ledger. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. Like, yeah. Joker. And Clifton. Mega Man was one of my favorite classic <laughs> NES games. Same here. Uh, I loved uh, I loved the game, but yeah, I gotta go Joker on this one. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> I thought it'd be nice. I don't know why I thought Dr. Wily. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is a fun one. I hadn't thought of it. Yeah. Fun character. Joker moves forward. There's no way DC's not leaving that property behind. I feel like everybody has their take on it. That yeah, even the current one people love. So mm-hmm. Joker Joker lives forever. Next up, gentlemen. Frank, I'm looking at you. You're going to be the first one to make this decision, okay? All right, go ahead. Okay, tell me when you're ready. Ready. We have your favorite, Boyd Crowder Mm. versus Thanos. Now, if you don't know, Boyd Crowder (laughs) is is the the subtle yet uh, indispensable villain from Justified series that was on FX, ran for five seasons or another, but it was a great... uh, a character played by who was it, Frank? The great Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins, yes, it is. Against yes. Marvel's, uh, uh, some people argue the uh, dark side ripoff, but he's become his <laughs> own character by Jim Starlin. He's added mm-hmm. so much nuances to it to the point that I don't see a connection between the two other than no. they like to stand menacingly and stare at you <laughs> right. while not making a decision. <laughs> With that being said, who do you pick? Well, Boyd Crowder was mine. Yes, it was. <laughs> he was on my list. Yes, he was. Um, no, I mean, it's one of those things where uh, Justified, the first, was it the first six episodes of season one, mm-hmm. Walton Gaga's character was supposed to be uh, written off. And Actually, he was supposed they, to die in the first episode, correct? Was that what it was? First episode. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of Jesse Pinkman. That's what yes. it was. Yes. I'm thinking of Jesse Pinkman. But uh, Boyd Crowder was supposed to die after the first episode, but they liked Walton Gaga so much, they, they had a change of heart and they keep him around. And he is like, it's one of those great character pieces between him and Timmy, Tim, Tim, uh, Timmy, Timothy Oliphant's <laughs> character, okay. um, Raylan Givens. Okay. It almost has that small village feel of, you know, Superboy and Lex were friends until Lex got doused with chemicals and lost his hair and then blamed Superboy. And then from that point, it was a feud. Mm-hmm. Um, the two of them did cold together when they were in, in their 20s. And and then they find themselves on opposite sides of the law. It's not quite that thing because it's really Raylan's story, and then it becomes more Boyd's story. I have to give it to Boyd Crowder. I love Thanos, but also I feel like Thanos has that same note that's been played over and over again for the last twenty or thirty years. I mean, he's much more interesting in Jim Starlin's hands. I highly recommend the Warlock stuff as well as um, the Marvel Two and One Annual and the Avengers Annual that basically gives him the story that leads into the whole Infinity Stone saga. But other than that, I feel like Thanos just keeps playing that one note over and over again. I give it to Boy Crowder. Okay. Zach. I'm going to go with Thanos. <laughs> I like Justified. I like Justified a lot from yes. what I've seen. Um, yeah. But I have not made it through the first season, but I do want to watch it. Um, okay. okay. I, li- I like Timothy Oliphant a lot. And sure. I, I was impressed. Um, so I'm going to go with, with Thanos. However, I will confess it doesn't quite sit right with me that Thanos moves on at Dark Side. <laughs> Clifton uh, like in, in previous years on some of these I just have to default to the one that I know mm-hmm. and I haven't mm-hmm. seen Justified so ah, okay. I love okay. the actor Walton yeah. Gagan uh, he's been great and stuff I've seen him in including uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp mm-hmm. but just because I know Thanos I have to, I have to choose Thanos 
Okay. And unfortunately, I've seen both at length. <laughs> and <laughs> I love Walt. It's it's similar to uh the uh Ian McShane situation with Walton mm-hmm. Goggins. His yeah. it's, it's a breakout performance. It's it's absolutely fabulous. Uh I'm certain, but we will get it again based upon how the series ended. There's no way there, there's no way he's not coming back to that character because I think the character itself made him. But yet, mm-hmm. however, <laughs> um, under the right writer, Thanos is interesting. And I love what the MCU did with him as far as make him made billions of dollars off of his visage, <laughs> more so than Walter Goggins and <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp. <laughs> with that being said, I, not to say I don't love a boy Crowder. Boy Crowder's amazing. Mm-hmm. I just see more from Thanos. So I'm going to have to go with Thanos over Boy Crowder. Not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> boy gets snapped. Mm-hmm. Boy, yeah, it, it was unjustified that he doesn't move forward. Huh? Thanos, yeah, Thanos snaps Boy Crowder. Next up, we have Aku from um, <laughs> Samurai Jack. The Eternal Evil, Aku, versus Megatron's right hand man, Starscream. Oh, <laughs> <From> Transformers! <laughs> <fan. laughs> now, Zach, I'll give you a couple of things to breathe because I'm going to call upon you to make the decision between these oh. two. Yeah, no, I Thanks, apologize. Tommy. Yeah, you can you Thanks, can curse Tommy. me out on your breath. <laughs> but, um, but what are you deciding? You guys, all know I love Samurai Jack. Yes, I do. Um, but because Aku is man, Mako's so good. He but was. because he can also kind of, he's got like a, a like a funny tinge to him. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, Hilarious. not, not yeah. that Starscream doesn't. I won't say that. But there's something so cool about the fact that Starscream openly says he's going to betray you to your face, <laughs> and says he can <laughs> he do does. your job better than you. He does. Yet he's kept around for so, and I like I liked when he was sniveling, and I think that they sort of like to justify like like why Megatron keeps him around doesn't just shoot him with his cannon arm <laughs> is is like I think people have now made him like into like this hyper like good tactician soldier where like he needs him because <laughs> yes. he's good at what he does. But I always just liked how like sniveling and 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 uh, slimy he was. So Starscream. Starscream it is. Yeah. Clifton, yours. Yours to decide. It is hard. It is hard. Uh, I just have to go to, I think, Starscream with Transformers, just because, okay. like, the fact that nobody could trust him. Yeah. <laughs> it made him fascinating yes. and even yes, more villainous. Did. Like, he didn't really, like, he didn't even, wasn't even loyal to his own side, really. No, he wasn't. He was not. He was a fascinating character. I loved Starscream yes. when I was a kid. Okay. That's two for Starscream. Uh, for my decision, I'm picking Starscream. He just chewed up scenes. It's to the point that he didn't care what he did. His his him just talking made it interesting and funny. It it didn't matter what he did. It just his 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 snide comments and openly defiant nature just made mm-hmm. it interesting. Well, like who simply was all only his powers, if that made any sense. Like a couple of episodes right. we do have him um show how wicked he could be but it 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 
paled in comparison to the ingenious actions of the hero. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was more about Samurai Jack, less about a coup. And I never felt that a coup brought up the stakes for Samurai Jack. In fact, some of his powers are weird. Like he just had time travel just lifted under his hand like it was nothing. But with that being said, I prefer Starscream, even though he was just a a, a big loudmouth schnook. Uh, Frank? Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, I love visually, I love Aku and I love the performance. Mm-hmm. But I often felt like it was a foregone conclusion that he would win. Just because he seems so overwhelmingly powerful. Mm-hmm. Yes. But at the same time, he didn't feel like he was a villain. Like the villainy of him, I didn't quite get. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah. Just, mm-hmm. His reasoning was never quite stated. No, there was never, it was never quite more than just, I'm going to do this and I'm going to take over. And that's, you know, there's not enough there there for me without Aku. Yeah. Okay. He's like sitting on a throne with like a Hawaiian drink sometimes and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like, I will get you, Samurai. You know, right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is yeah. inevitable yeah. that I am Aku. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. Yeah. 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 I, but again, performance is great. Visuals great. Um, but yeah, I, I but Starscream to me, oh, just the whole you know like a holeness of him yeah. for being a you know for being a robot that he's yeah, that he's much a of an a hole, mm-hmm. and the fact that the convention of the story obviously is that the 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 Decepticons can't really win, but at the same time he's going to call out them losing to the Autobots or <laughs> the plan doesn't go right, and he's going to make. But at the same time, he thinks he's got it. Like, I've got this. I could do this. You know. Um, doesn't hurt that he's voiced by the same guy that did Cobra Commander. Like that didn't <laughs> yeah, hurt. Yeah, yes. You know, no. being an eighties kid, that's that was cool too. Um But yeah, just the condescension and just, you know, the fact that he was, you know, in times just equally cowardly but equally like villainous. It was ugh, I love him so much. Starscream. Absolutely. <laughs> With that being said, Starscream moves forward over the great Aku. Mm-hmm. Next up, we have Darth Vader versus Dr. Otto Octavius, otherwise known as <laughs> Dr. Octopus. Now, for those of you who don't know who Darth Vader is, he's the quintessential villain from Star Wars. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, Dr. Otto Octavius is otherwise known as Dr. Octopus, the super scientist who grafts four limbs to his body and drives him nuts and hates uh, the arachnid, otherwise known as Peter Parker, a.k.a. the Amazing Spider-Man mm. villain. Clifton, who do you have? Darth Vader or Dr. Otto Octavius? Uh, for this one, I mean, yes. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. Mm-hmm. I love Doc Ock ever since I was a kid, but I just have to go with Darth Vader. Classic Star Wars villain. So Classic I Star love Wars Star Wars too. Uh, it's just been... Probably my go-to villain, like if I ever had to think of one ever since I was a kid, would have been Darth Vader. Yes. So that's who I'm picking. Thank you, Clifton. I also will go with it without a doubt. Love Otto, but eh, the visual and the voice, you ain't messing with Vader. Frank? <laughs> um, This is tough. I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. I love mm-hmm. Otto and you know his appearances in various things. He's great in the Spider-Man game. That was one of the more recent places i really thought the character was done really well the one that was the the playstation game Mm -hmm. but then there's darth vader (laughs) it's one of those (laughs) things where i think darth vader is a 
better character, if I could say that. I think Otto a lot of times is one note of that gets too much wrapped up in that just you know condescension and I'm, I hate Spider Man stuff. Okay. Um, but Vader, I like that Vader's got a little bit of pathos to him, a little bit of tragedy to him, you know, the, the path not taken kind of a thing, um, a lot of hubris, and then also the fact that they also like to play him as the Terminator too. Yes. Like, we get him that way in, in, in the Kenobi series, we get him that way in, in um, Fallen Jedi, the game, a lot of times, he's, and, then, and then the scene that was in the end, within Rogue One, is that the one I'm thinking of? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, where he's he's just kind of this unstoppable, no no pun intended, force, and I like that too. And who are you picking? Vader. I'm gonna have to go with Vader. <laughs> Great, three for Vader. Oh, is it me? Yes, it is. Um, so these guys occupy kind of similar space in my head in the sense that they are like their batting average is not a thousand in either of them, right? Right. In certain hands. They are both fantastic bad guys, and in certain mm. hands, they have been misused. Yes. In my opinion. Um, You're not wrong. I think, uh, just because I don't think he's going to move on, I want, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say uh, Spectacular Spider-Man, so you can uh, cross it off your bingo cards, listeners. <laughs> uh, uh, but Peter McNichol, who voices Otto in Spectacular Spider-Man, like, mm. is tremendous like one yeah. of the one of the best bad guy performances in a show which there are many tremendous bad guy performances uh i will say that but it is cool frank you brought up the kenobi series like it's cool to see like vader scary again mm-hmm. um so yeah i'll i'll go with vader <laughs> okay begrudgingly but uh yeah it is what it is all right gentlemen we have Darth Vader, the incomparable leather-clad villain of Star Wars, moves forward. Actually, to no one's surprise, really. Next up, we have Zaheer of Legend of Korra. Zaheer, if I'm not mistaken, uh, this was on Zach's list, in which I'm trying to remember. Oh, yeah. Zaheer was the, uh, the uh, evil airbender from Legend of Korra. Mm-hmm. And we have him against Victor Von Doom. <laughs> Now, I'm going first. I'm going to pick Doom because it's Doom. Frank, what do you think? Doom. (laughs) Doom is one of my favorite villains of all time. Doom. And Zach. Uh, I'm going to pick Zaheer. Wow. Season three of Korra. I've somehow, like, I've read a lot of Fantastic War. I've missed a lot of good Doom moments, though. Like, it's not trickled into my purview yet. That's no problem. Weirdly. And Clifton. I uh, I love Zaheer. Um, it's probably one of my favorite villain from Korra, Legend of mm-hmm. Korra. I love the that he's basically a Zen anarchist. Yes, yes, <laughs> which is he, amazing. He wants to he wants to like shake up the status quo in the world, but he's also somehow managed to master air bending, which is like the zenist of the bendings. <laughs> and, and I love that about him. And he's also voiced by Henry Rollins and Henry yes. Rollins uh, is one of my favorites, mm. but uh, I got to go with doom on this one. I mean, he's, he's Victor Von doom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not much else I'm going to say right now. We'll get into it more next round, but. Uh, that'll be my pick this time is is Doom. Okay. Doom moves forward. Next up, we have the Kingpin of Crime, Wilson Fisk, against 
Ozymandias from the Watchmen phase. <laughs> Ozymandias <laughs> from the Watchmen limited series against Wilson Fisk, a.k.a. Kingpin from Marvel Comics, specifically antagonist to Spider-Man and Daredevil. Frank, who are you picking? Kingpin? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Kingpin. I'm going to go with Kingpin. Zach, who are you picking? Yeah, I'm going to say Kingpin too, just just in in like an ongoing sense, because like Ozymandias... I know before Watchmen's a thing. Uh, all right, fine. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think Kingpin's so is the got... HBO show, which is the good. HBO show is amazing. True. Right. That's is true. He in that? Yeah. No, yes. Don't tell me. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> Kingpin. Yeah. Okay, Clifton. I mean, Osman is the great villain from one of the greatest comic stories of of a generation. Mm-hmm. But. Again, yeah, it's it's going to come down to mileage for me. There's just like there's a great Watchmen story, a couple actually great Watchmen stories if you count the show. If you count uh, the show, but there's more. There's more Kingpin stories. Uh, so much to go more. back to. So yeah. I'm going Kingpin. As am I. So it's a queen sweep for the Kingpin. <laughs> Next up, Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Played by Frank. Giancarlo Esposito. Thank you very much, sir. Against the ever maniacal and menacing Megatron. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I'll give it to Zach first. Zach, who are you picking? Megatron. (laughs) Megatron. Megatron. He's a gun. gun. (laughs) Clifton, who are you picking? I'm I'm hoping that we get a Starscream Megatron matchup to yeah. finish him off to, to settle it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going Megatron. Megatron again. I'm picking Megatron. And Frank, who are you picking? Uh, I was going to say, because he was on my list, Gustavo Fring. I love Gustavo Fring. I love Giancarlo Esposito. <laughs> Um, in both Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, but no, now that Clifton swayed me, I want to see that play too. So yes, I will go. With, I'll give it. I'll give it to the the Walking Gun Megatron. Yes, Megatron moves forward over Guts Fring. That's funny in a whole another way. Uh, like he succumbs to the gun, you know. <laughs> Next up, gentlemen, we have Mystique from X Men, the ever uh, shape changing woman. Mm-mm. Against Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street. Freddy Krueger <laughs> or <Wow>. Mystique. <laughs> now Freddy Krueger was on my list. I just I just felt that it, it was a never ending evil that, you know, how do you stop somebody that haunts you to death? You know, it's just it's, yeah. just, it's just maniacal on a whole nother level. Uh Clifton, what are your thoughts? Big X Men fan. The Mystique's always great. Yes. But yeah, I gotta go Freddy. Like Freddy's coming for you. How do you beat a villain that can get you in your sleep? I agree. <laughs> yeah, I sincerely agree. And that's what my vote's going to. The creepy villain, the, the creepy killer who attacks his child, no, attacks his co-workers or friends by attacking their children? You don't get more evil than that. <laughs> Frank, what do you think? Um, 
again, it's Freddy for me is much like the Terminator. The more it goes, the more the silly it gets. I, <laughs> oh, indeed, I indeed. love Mystique. I'm a Mystique Mark. Mystique, I think, is a great villain. I'm going to go with Mystique. Okay. And Zach. I like Mystique a lot, but uh, I'm going to go back to, to our old friend childhood trauma for this one <laughs> um, and say Freddy Krueger because I remember being a kid and my mom having to like like kind of like let me know that there were kids dressed up like Freddy Krueger at the door for trick-or-treating you know so he's not like, really coming to yeah. get you Zed. yes yes <laughs> it's, yes it's just the neighbor yes. so yeah uh, yeah freddie moves forward the to me he was a twisted ghost rider right he came for avengers for the wrong type that's all i see that <laughs> it's just it was just creepy but yes freddie krueger moves forward over the woman that hated her own kind that just never explains <laughs> that never was weird to me. but mystique yes uh, next up, we have Zebediah Kilgrave, mm. otherwise known as the Purple Man, versus <laughs> Syndrome from The Incredibles. <laughs> Zebediah Kilgrave, otherwise known as the Purple Man, versus Syndrome from The Incredibles. I think it's my turn to make a decision okay. if I haven't done it already. So, Syndrome was on mine, and Kilgrave was also on mine, but it was a runoff from Zach's. With that being said, from Jessica Jones's um, storyline, from the one that was on Netflix, mm-hmm. I never thought he could be that awful. Just, mm-hmm. <laughs> just <laughs> like I understood what he did in the book, but visually seeing the live action of him is right, horrific. Right. And the book referring to is is Alias by Michael Gatos and Brian Michael Bendis. Yes, Alias. Thank you very much. Yes. So yeah. just because of the horrific things that they made this person do over the guy that just wanted to be a hero and couldn't. And mind you, he was a serial killer, too. Syndrome was definitely serial killer. Uh, Kilgrave, <laughs> I'm going to have to give the vote to. Frank, what do you think? I'd have to give it to Kilgrave. The Purple Man's okay. terrible. Yes, he is. <laughs> in, the, in the comics as well as in, in the show. So Okay. Zach? Yeah, I, I always thought Purple Man had a lot of potential. Uh, and and you know i always thought his power was really cool and then like you know the show (laughs) comes out and just like tops whatever i thought uh (laughs) that power was capable of like i mean he's he's a monster in that show Mm -hmm. um played by the very very charming uh what's his name uh 10th doctor david tenet yeah from uh yeah from doctor who yeah Yeah. david tenet it was lovely yes but god he sucks (laughs) yes yes and clifton yeah i gotta go purple man on this one (laughs) also because uh i don't think syndrome was a villain in incredibles the rest of them are villains he's in his Wow. But I'm going Purple Man because Purple wow. Man is is yeah, he's a monster in, mm-hmm. in monster. Alias and in Jessica Jones. And, yep. I mean, even in, in his other appearances, just just less a little less so until you figure out how far he can go. But yeah. Definitely Purple Man. Okay, so Purple Man moves forward. <laughs> Not surprising. Next on the list, we have Cersei Lannister from Game of Thrones. The uh evil twin sister that's part of the Lannisters clan (laughs) versus Mm -hmm. Prince Lothar, the uh, overarching villain in Voltron. Voltron. Legendary Defender. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I can't believe I forgot the name of Voltron. Wow. (laughs) We have Cersei Lannister versus Prince Lothar of Voltron. Who are you picking, Frank? 
Uh, seriously, Lannister. Zach? I'm picking Lotar. I, I'm still uh, sick of Game of Thrones. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Clifton? Uh, yeah, this is hard. Yeah, this one's hard. I, I, they are similar. Again, like I can see similarities between them. <laughs> <laughs> Some. But I'm just going to... I'm just going to latch on to childhood favorite Voltron, which I also did like in the Netflix version and go with Lotor. Okay. Now, Zach, just to recount, you picked Lotor. Lotor. Okay. (laughs) Ooh. Um, I hated Cersei. I hated her. But I have to go with Zach with nostalgia. Prince Lotor. <laughs> just because Lotor. Yeah, this Lotor stinks. It's just ugh. Ugh. <laughs> just, just Yeah, Prince Lotor. Just because of childhood nostalgia. Nothing else. She she's she's a um, she's darn near a cartoon character, where even this. <laughs> she sucks. She she's sucks. a bad guy. But, yeah. But yeah. But God, but, I'm sick of that show. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. It, it needs to die and I'm I'm putting the nail in the coffin as well. <laughs> Uh, Prince Lotor advances over Cersei Lannister. Yeah, I, I'm sure we'll get a lot of talk about that one. You'll be like, Lotar who? But yeah, but <laughs> watch, watch Voltron. You'll get it after that. I uh, thought Lotar of the Hill People. I was like, what? It's a great skit. I yes, am Lothar of the Hill People. <laughs> Next up, we have Craven the Hunter. Uh, foe from Spider-Man. Craven oh, the wow. Hunter. Versus Mr. Freeze, Victor Freeze, foe mm, from wow. Batman. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can't believe they matched these up like that. Uh, <laughs> Zach, who are you picking? Mm, Mr. Freeze. Okay. Because <laughs> I like Batman. Everybody knows that. Yes, you do. That was easy. Yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Clifton, who are you picking? Uh, I think both of these are on my list, too. Yes. And I... I like I love Craven as two things, a visual. It's a fantastic mm-hmm. visual, man, in a yes. lion vest, like wandering <laughs> through the city <laughs> with a hunting rifle. Yeah. <laughs> but also I love that they made like the great white hunter the villain. Uh, <laughs> which I think is ah, a fun. Yeah, I did twist. think about that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, Freeze is one of my favorite Batman villains, especially from animated series portrayal, not less so less so uh Schwarzenegger. Mm-hmm. But, okay. The animated series version of Victor Freeze is is one of my favorites for sure. And just I couldn't like give so much depth to just this cold, heartless character. It's great. So I'm going Freeze. Got it. Me, I'm also going Freeze just for the amount of stories they give. Um, his is always that sorrowful story where you when you throw his wife into it. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I get it. <laughs> so I'm also going with Victor Freeze Frank I have to go with Craven I like Victor Freeze but I feel like there's just not enough there's there's a good story or two mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. but Craven on the other hand I love Craven as a villain I like the idea of the great white hunter being the terrible bad guy um, still hoping for Craven when they get back to doing Spider-Man movies that's the villain I want even right. though they're doing that Sony yeah. thing I'll go with Craven it would be cool yeah. in movies yeah yeah, man. Maybe I, agree, I too don't care about his movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Maybe they'll sway you. Maybe they'll get it right this time. Knock on wood. Anyway, <laughs> moving forward, we have Gordon Gecko from Wall Street. <laughs> yes. Arguably, who set the <laughs> capitalism 
on his path now because greed is good yeah oh my gosh if the stuff he did now it wouldn't be a movie like yeah he's rich now but then yeah it was illegal it's a documentary yeah yes Against the legendary Count Dracula. We have Gordon Gekko <laughs> from Wall Street <laughs> versus Dracula. Both are vampires. Mm-hmm. Both are vampires to their core. With that being said, Clifton, can you tell us which one you would pick for? Gordon Gekko. Wow. Without, Absolutely without, Gordon Gekko. <laughs> for the one important reason of the Gordon Gekko from Wall Street, played by Michael Douglas, Greed mm-hmm. is Good, the mm-hmm. like corrupt Wall Street trader that's trying to like bankrupt this small family business. Mm-hmm. Uh, that character is the origin and inspiration for more real world villains than anybody else on <laughs> yes. this list. Yes, yes. And that's why he's on my list. That's facts. <laughs> well, well, you know, that being said, at least Jackler was nice in some instances. Uh, I think we, we, yeah, I have to agree with you. Yeah. I think this dude's inspirational on a level that no one fathomed. So I'll have to uh, accompany your vote for Gordon Gecko. He's the worst for a number of reasons. <laughs> Frank, what do you believe? Uh, I agree with Clifton about the, the origin, the, the touchstone. For all of the monsters that came out of <laughs> mm-hmm. from watching, that took the wrong message away from Wall Street. Right. Yes, um, I'm going to go with Dracula. Dracula uh, I believe okay. Dracula was on my list, but I'm going to go with Dracula. Okay, and Zach. I've never seen Wall Street, but he sounds <laughs> uh, he sounds nice. Oh my gosh. No- <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna go with him, even though like I mean Dracula. Dracula is like an iconic mm-hmm. evil. Yes. Yeah. Yes. but. But he's like sexy sometimes too. You know what I mean? Like, yes, he is. Gordon Sex, Gecko sounds sexy sounds evil. awful. Yes. Yeah. Sexy evil. Sexy evil. Wow. So yeah, Gordon, Gordon Gecko. Gecko is worse than Dracula. <laughs> that sounds right. That yeah. sounds right. That tracks. That oddly tracks. Okay. I'll start the voting. We have Sinestro, leader of the uh, <laughs> the Yellow Lanterns. Um, the fear lanterns, the antithesis to Hal Jordan. He's his worst foe ever. I don't care what anybody says. Um, he only just gets worse and more evil. Versus Bowser from Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> the one who has a fixation on princesses, specifically Princess Peach. Doesn't matter how many times uh, Mario saves her, he finds a way to get her again. Um, <laughs> I want, I want to pick Bowser. But, oh, my gosh, Sinestro is a tool. Jesus. <laughs> He's so rich in history, being that he used to be the number one lantern to even the Guardians couldn't um, put him down. He comes out like, with the uh, even more sinister power and a straight-up threat to them. So the longevity of Sinestro is amazing. As much as I like to beat Bowser with the, with the, you know, with the diminutive plumber, <laughs> Sinestro is my vote. Frank, what do you believe? Uh, you know, I got a soft spot for Bowser, but Sinestro to me is one of those great um, antithesis villains that actually works. Yes. I think the whole thing of as much as I don't, I, I, I'll put it this way. I'm more of a fan of Sinestro than I am Hal Jordan. I agree. Mm. I agree. I concur. So I go to go mm. with Sinestro. Zach? I think uh, Bowser's got a great visual. Like, Everybody in this list, practically, uh, mm-hmm. but 
Sinestro is just so multifaceted. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, like Frank, like you were saying, like, like he's he's like the evil twin bad guy, mm-hmm. while also being like the fallen hero mm-hmm. bad guy. So there's mm-hmm. like there, there's bits of like Darth Vader in there, yep. and it's mm-hmm. like, and that's even that's not even like the most interesting thing about him, I think. And for a guy that, that the guy that started out with with the, the being the ring that works on will, his will is one of the strongest things about him, and yet he creates his own core. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think I mean, he's one he, like like Doc Ock. I think he's a little like dependent on, on who's writing him, mm-hmm. I think. Mm-hmm. But this is a character. I, th- I, I I don't know that the general public has seen like the best of him no. just because. Yeah. In 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 cartoons, like he hasn't had a ton of cartoon appearances and, and the ones he has, like, I don't think are up to snuff. Nope. Uh, no. and, and same with movie appearances and stuff like that. So I just like like people don't know how how great he is. He's really good. <laughs> He's really good. He's really good. Yeah. And Clifton? Mm. <laughs> I'm going with Frank's point, though. Like, yeah, I find Sinestro more fascinating than Hal. <laughs> so I think Sinestro is going to be my pick this time. Okay. Now, mind you, we all love Bowser. Don't get us wrong. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've, I've had a lot of fun beating Bowser yes, over yes. and over <laughs> yes. for years. But Sinestro, if we're really thinking about it, Sinestro is a greater villain. Next up, gentlemen, we have four more picks left, so roll your shoulders. We're coming to a conclusion to this. Next up, we have Hannibal Lecter, which (laughs) arguably from the movie Hannibal, as well as the show Hannibal and Silence of the Lambs. Silence of the Lambs is his original appearance, correct? I believe so. No, it's Manhunter. That was the original adaptation of Red Dragon that was later readapted. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay, okay. All from the the novels by Thomas Harris. Mm-hmm. Wow, I've learned something new every day. Hannibal Lecter, played by <laughs> Anthony Hopkins, as yeah. well as Mads Mil- uh Mads Milkinson. Is that my butcher in his name? Uh, Mads Milkinson. Yeah, now I lost it. Mads yeah. Milkinson. Yeah. <laughs> Milkinson. Mickelson. Uh, Mads Milkel. Mickelson. Mickelson. There, there's a Mads yeah. Mickelson. Okay. Yeah. Is going up against Giganta from DC Universe. <laughs> uh, the, <laughs> the redhead woman who can enlarge herself to great heights and menace Wonder Woman. Uh, but her origin is a little weird. I won't get into it too much because I've seen two different stances of it. I'm sure Frank will elongate as he wants to, but. Giganta's that that uh that superior foal that can go to great heights and be gigantic. Hence the name Giganta. Right. Uh Frank, who are you picking? Wow. Um Love Hannibal Lecter. Mm-hmm. But but my kid is fascinated. My daughter is fascinated right now with Giganta. Giganta, <laughs> like like if we play if we play figures. It's fine. We're playing the figures from whatever universe we're playing with them. And then all of a sudden she's Giganta and wants to, <laughs> to tear through what's going on. So, and sometimes Giganta's heroic in her stories and sometimes she's not. So I have to go with Giganta. Giganta it is. I have a question. What was her introduction to Giganta? Like where, where is she latching onto the character from? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, I'm just curious. We watched, um, like the secret society episodes, the ones where that she's introduced, I think in, um, 
I want to say in, in the in the Justice League. No, it's un, it's not Justice League. It's an Justice League Unlimited. It's Justice okay. League. I okay. believe so. I think that's where we first saw her. Uh, but like she latched on to her, and like that's her fa- one of her favorites. Interesting. That's funny. Mm-hmm. That's funny. Zach, who are you pick? Um, Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> Clifton. Yeah. Um, I gotta go Hannibal. Uh, on these, just because. Even though he's kind of like an anti-hero sometimes, strangely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a hero? These movies. He's kind of like an anti-hero-ish in, in, some, of the, in some of the scenes. Okay. And so you realize, like, no, he's just killing everybody. He's not, he doesn't have a code, really. No, no he doesn't. Uh, they, make you, they try to make you think he does for a second. But no, he's a terrible, he's a terrible person that eats people. So <laughs> Yes, yeah. yes, he is. <laughs> I'm going to go Hannibal. Okay. And I'm the last vote, and I'm also going Hannibal. Excuse me, Hannibal. So Hannibal moves forward. Unfortunately, sorry, Frank. It's okay. Gigantic does not. <laughs> you have to pass okay. the bad news along. I had yeah. to represent, so it's okay. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. You, you were honest in your vote, and that's very sweet. Yes. Next up, Clifton. I like you decide between David Xanatos of Gargoyles Fames <laughs> or Deadshot of the DC Universe. Uh, was that Floyd Lawton? Floyd Lawton. Who are you picking? I'm definitely going Xanatos on this one. Okay. Uh, like he was just great. Like in in Gargoyles, if he was charismatic, but like you hate him. Oh yeah. Like he's still kind of cool, but like you don't want him <laughs> to win, and he's just like no. taking advantage of these like poor innocent gargoyles that just want to do good and. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he was he was a terrible person, uh, but uh, but Jonathan Frakes played it so well and it was so yes. well written. Yeah. So I'm going Xanatos. Uh, Deadshot's great though, and like I read the the Villains United Secret Six stuff that that came mm-hmm. out. Like there's there's yeah, great Deadshot good. stories in that, but definitely I just have to go Xanatos this time. Okay, um, this is kind of hard for me because I enjoyed David Xanatos as well. But my Deadshot stories aren't as prolific, even though he mm. he has a lot more of them. But they, it's weird how in the comics they lean to his nihilism, while in other times they don't. They like they. I feel like they want him to be like Harley Quinn redeemable. <laughs> At the mm-hmm. same token, mm. they want him to be irredeemable. It's it's weird that the line they it it's like they don't know what they want him to be, depending on the the writer. Right. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. Yeah. I love Gargos, Xanatos. <laughs> if I think about it more, I'm gonna, gonna give myself a headache. Uh, Frank, only because I came to Gargos later than everybody else. I didn't want watch it when it was first on. Okay. Um, I've been a huge fan of, of Deadshot since Ostrander's run on Suicide Squad, as that, as well as Gail Simone stuff, Secret Six. Mm-hmm. So I'd go with Deadshot. Okay. Okay. And Zach. This one may be the hardest one. For it me is so far. Uh, yeah. I think I Tommy. I think I think your your like breakdown of Deadshot's like really astute. I think you're right. I think, but the character's so good, and I mm-hmm. think, and it's so funny. I can't think of a character. I'm hard pressed to think of characters more that are like more essential to their team mm-hmm. than that character, right? Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, and and to say that of a bad guy is really tough. It is. I think. But I am going to go with Xanatos because he is in 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 the in the Lex Luthor uh uh 
you know, style of vil- villainy. He's just so well written. Yeah. <laughs> and, he is. He is. And what's so cool about Xanatos is when he loses, he wins. Yeah, he doesn't really lose. <laughs> like yeah. he never loses. He never loses. <laughs> yeah, he never yeah. loses. I'll agree. He definitely doesn't lose. So David Xanatos from Disney's Gargoyles moves forward. Deadshot, Floyd Lawton does not. Next up, we have Sentinels, the ever <laughs> gigantic or small, depending on how you, <laughs> what, how, how far in the future they're displayed. Forever foes of the X-Men and weirdly enough, only X-Men for robots. I, I, <laughs> to me, I find them to be like the original Sentinels because they come from time. They're relentless. They'll stop at nothing to kill. It's it's quite interesting what they give to the uh, X-Men, Mar- Marvel's X-Men. And we have the Sentinels versus Diana from V. Now, <laughs> it's been years before I, I remember this character, so I'm going to have to ask Clifton. Okay. Wait, can you recall uh, <laughs> why you chose Diana from V? Uh, core memory. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. From when I was young and watched V the first time the miniseries aired. Okay. And like I was so young, I like I was fascinated by like the the spaceships, and I didn't realize I didn't know where it was going. I didn't. Okay. I didn't catch the ominous foreshadowing because I was little. <laughs> okay. And so I'm just like, oh, like here's this this pretty lady that says she's benevolent, and then. Uh, and then, like, what's wrong with her face? Because <laughs> <laughs> she gets, like, her face scratched, and then you see the lizard scales under mm-hmm. it. Yes. And that's just something I vividly remember of, uh, of a shocking uh, twist on my expectations early on in my TV viewing. Uh, and it's just been memorable. And a lot of these, a lot of these uh, are, are, to me, what are memorable villains too? Gotcha. Like what, okay. like something just jumps out about them that makes me latch onto. And, and yeah, hers, it was that like seeing okay. this, this woman's a lizard. It was shocking <laughs> yes. to like first grade me. <laughs> no, I remember. I just, it was just a visual. I didn't know her name until like years right. later. Uh, yep. But no, I remember that. I definitely remember that. With that being said, let me vote Sentinels. <laughs> Frank, what's your vote? Um, I didn't even think about Diana, but <laughs> I, I I love Jane Badler's Diana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go with her. Oh wow! Yeah, Zach, who are you picking? Uh, I'm gonna pick the Sentinels because <laughs> I think. <laughs> I, I mean, I just think they embody sort of the theme of the X-Men books like so well, you know, like they represent like humanity's hate. And even though even though like there's the friends of humanity and stuff like that, that are like actual people, like actually like mutant hating people. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that they have like the charisma or like the presence that the Sentinels have or like the threat level even necessarily. I agree. Yeah. And last vote, Clifton, who are you picking? These are both on my list again. Um, yes, they were. <laughs> so <laughs> I have fondness for both of them, clearly. But uh, I think I got to go with uh, Sentinels this time. The giant oh, wow. purple bigoted death robots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be, yes. that'll be my pick this time through. Okay. As the, as the, death, ro- the bigoted death robots march forward, 
mm-hmm. uh, Diana from V. As much I do remember, the the Lizard Race was an astonishing thing with Pizza and skin. Just well, not, not skin, just the 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 makeup or the false like the face. facade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, it's an interesting memory that I'll take. It's a my big grave. reveal. Yeah, it's a huge reveal. It was nice reveal too. Oh my gosh, so memories, memories, memories. Okay. All right, Jimin. This is the last choice of the evening. All right. Uh, we have Iago from Othello. <laughs> Othello. Shakespeare's Shakespeare. Othello. Yep. Not, okay. not Aladdin. Okay. Not right. Disney's Aladdin. Versus Amon from the very first season of Legend of Korra. Mm. Mm. He okay. was the villain in the verse, first season of Legend of Korra. Who are you picking? Uh, Zach, I do believe these was both on your list, correct? <laughs> yes, yes, they were both on my list. Yes. So I, I will, I will try to do it fast, but I will, I will no, uh, make the time. case for Iago. Yes. Oh, really? So, okay. I'm, I'm not saying I'm picking him. I'm just okay. like, like why Iago's <laughs> okay. on the list for okay. me? Okay. Is is um. Othello in high school for me was like a real like intellectual epiphany for me. Like I, I think like a lot of kids, like I was kind of dreading and afraid of the concept of reading Shakespeare. Cause at that age, you're so like wrapped up in just trying to understand the language, you know? And, um, and I did not have such an easy go of it when we we're doing Romeo and Juliet and some of the other stuff in earlier classes. But in my junior year, when we got Othello it was like the first time I got Shakespeare and appreciated it, it like in the moment, you know, and a lot mm-hmm. of that was because of Iago, where I was like, I was just fascinated by like, this guy's such a good bad guy. He's awful, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so like, it's a really quick, just just the, the gist of it is, is so he is an advisor to Othello, the main character, and they're coming back from war. And basically Othello promotes Cassio as his lieutenant. And and Iago's jealous and wants that position. And basically, Iago then plays literally every character in the play against each other, mm-hmm. manipulates every and manipulates everybody like differently and does so in a way where like they all trust him. Like he's called he's like referred to as honest Iago many mm-hmm. times in the play. Um, and 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 like just that like that whole dynamic of like that he manipulates everybody so differently and they all trust him and they all get behind him still um like i loved it i'm fascinated by the character like one of my favorite characters of all time so um aman again great visual awesome bad guy i go back and forth between him and zahir Mm -hmm. and cora but i'm gonna this is the hill i'm gonna die on so i'm gonna say iago uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, he's a he's a quintessential villain of all time. So, <laughs> based upon over a, a cartoon that was like ten years ago, yeah, I, I, I yeah, I understand your decision, Clifton. I've not read uh, Othello, unfortunately, or seen okay. any productions okay. of it. Uh, I know the the Green Eyed Monster, yes, reference yes. from hmm. it. I am familiar with that, but. Aman, I think, is a great villain, and and I have seen Legend of Korra season one, and I think just the the menace that he poses is is very well done in that season where he seems unsurmountable because he almost is, and it's just like he seems like a threat behind every corner in that season, and the mask that makes him like a faceless villain it means he could be like anywhere, anyone, anytime, 
And I, I do think they did a great job uh, with the villain that season. So I'm picking them on for that reason. Okay. No, that's a, that's an interesting way to look at it. To me, at one point, I didn't like the I didn't like Amon just because I thought, and and I know Zach hates me for even thinking this, that I thought for a good reason it was um, the brother, Sokka. Yes, no. <laughs> I, yeah, everybody hates me for it. I understand why because Sokka's beloved, but the technology aspect of it and its disdain over the years, I thought it. I thought they were going to play the. Uh, the good guy turns sour because uh, lack of talent angle, which it would have been interesting. But yeah, I think I, I, I think I understand why they did it. But that, that the fratricide ending, though, geez, that, <laughs> that's just that's just oh, yeah, it was just so sad when, when you find his true origin. It was just so sad. Um, I know of a fellow, I know Iago, and it's and it's uh, well crafted, beautifully. Uh, the green-eyed monster thing. <sighs> yeah, uh, Zach, I wish you didn't elongate Othello because it really, <laughs> it's really messed with my head. <sighs> Go with your heart, man. Othello. <laughs> I'm going with Othello. Frank? Iago. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> He's great. He's a great villain. Yes, I go with him. I can't believe he moved on. <laughs> no, he's no, he's done. Yeah. I'll have to read the play before yep. next recording. Yeah, he's a he's a jerk, and what makes Oyago so great is like, yeah, it could be anybody. It's it's just them using their charisma to further their life, and just they f everyone else. It's not even like he stabs people. He just brings their innermost hatred forward. That's that's what makes him. Mm. Um, it, no, actually, not hatred, but all but, their weaknesses, he pushes forward. And he it's does, just, it's but just, he will stab you too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My fault. Yes, he will stab you, but he will stab you too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, gentlemen. This is the end of the first round. We have made all the choices, and everyone who's moved forward. So, thank you for listening to. Let me know how it is. Please tune in next week for the next round that we're going to uh, decide upon who moves forward into the second and third rounds. You can check out all our past episodes at our website. Let me know how it is dot com as well as anywhere you find podcasts. Just please, if you enjoy the show and feel so inclined, give us a like or follow and leave a review. It really helps us out. Finally, if you want to suggest a topic, send it our way by email at info at let me know how it is dot com. You can find us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is our show's initials LMKHII. We love to hear from you. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>